of yeah i have seen it's a weekly podcast we try to get it out once a week uh where comedians friends experts cultural millennials movie fans try to bullshit their way through the plots of famous movies that they haven't seen but they probably should have seen and we get to judge them for it my name is aviv rubenstein i'm your host and joining me as always the specialist of all guests the punk rock prom queen herself one miss leanne o'shea oh hello oh hello nice to i didn't see, see you. you there yeah nice nice to see you how are you doing this week leanne you know pretty good so here's the thing dear listeners aviv and i actually are not in the same room today for for once for, for the once. first time since since charlie's angels I guess so. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, yeah, he's at my parents' house in Boston and mm-hmm. I'm in L.A. Just living our lives. Living life. You heard that right, listeners. Living our lives. Living and life. it only took us 40 minutes to figure out how to get our, our microphones working. Yeah, we did it. What though. a day. We what did it, day. though. We did it, though. They love to hear it. They love to hear it. You know, everyone just they out there. They love to hear behind the scenes Yeah, stuff. they think we're just perfect, you know, and then <laughs> it's like Instagram, Instagram, perfect, perfect, perfect. No, we're not perfect. We have, we have trouble. We've got flaws. Getting our, getting our microphones working. Well, mm-hmm. one of us does. I'm not going to name names. Be me, I guess. Yeah, I, I continue to be flawless. Okay. Well, Aviv's flawless. <laughs> Um, but this week, Leanne is back in the hot seat for the first time in a while. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. And doing a movie that I have been begging to discuss for weeks, months, years. Tell 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 the folks at home what we're doing this week. We are doing a classic. Classic. Josie and the Pussycats. For every band, there is a moment when they know they have made it. For one band, this is not that moment. Thank you. Thank you, guys. You're a great crowd. Okay, girls, we need the lane now. And your shoes. They were three small-town girls with big-time dreams. Who's a rock star? I am. Who wanted to share their music with the world. We can't sit around here waiting for it to happen. We are musicians. We should be out there playing music. We do play. Nobody believed in them. You know, you suck. (laughs) But they believed in themselves. We're special. Yeah, special Ed. (laughs) Now, in a world of tough competition... And that is so sad. Fate is giving the Pussycats the chance of a lifetime. We'd love for you to sign with Mega Records. How am I going to pull this off? I'm a girl from Riverdale. I'm not a rock star. you got to believe in yourself. Things are finally going their way. Hell yeah. You know, hell yeah. It's, I've seen it so many times. <laughs> yeah, My one favorite. of your favorites, truly. So the way this game works is Leanne is going to tell us in the greatest detail possible the plot of Josie and the Pussycats, which is a movie she's definitely seen. And the only thing that she's going to have to go on is the name of the movie, the year it came out, the writers, the director, and the top three billed actors according to IMDb. And periodically, I, being the, the leader of this expedition this week, will jump in with some trivia from the IMDb. And that'll like help her along the way, keep the educational value high. Afterwards, Leanne's going to watch the movie. We're going to come back. We're going to debrief. I, I truly think this is going to be one for the record books, ladies and germs. Um, and I'll give Leanne a score out of 10 in her, in her retelling. I already know it's going to be a 10 out of 10. Our very first 10 out of 10. I, I know Stop. it. So without further ado, Leanne, do you have any questions? You've only done this like, 20 times 
You know, I do know how the game works, so I don't think I have any questions. Yeah, but I, other other questions, questions about you know life. Life question. Okay. Yeah. Um, here's a question. What was something you saw today that made you happy? Uh, your face. Get out of town. I the literally am out of town. Do not want to hear that. Why did you ask me then? I thought you were going to tell a like sweet little anecdote about New York City. No, New York City sucks. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I guess I guess let's let's get started. Your your film, Josie and the Pussycats, the year two thousand one. The writers, Deborah Kaplan and Harry Elfont, based on the characters by Richard Goldwater. The directors, Harry Elfont and Deborah Kaplan. Oh. And your top three build actors are Rachel Lee Cook, Tara Reid, and Rosario Dawson. Hell yeah. So I guess there's nothing left to say except for... Oh yeah, I've seen that. Tell me all about it. Okay. Here we go. So this is present day, but it's present day 2001. So get get your mind in the 2001 fashion vibe right now. Okay. Is it there? Uh-huh. Okay. All right. So here we go. We've got a 9-11 to prevent. <laughs> I don't know if they talk about 9-11. You know? I don't know. You, Depends on what time party. Know time of year it came out i do know i do know you you, you know i do know okay anyways so here we go we're all there we're all thinking early 2000s all right open on a high school yep a high school and the bell rings you know camera pans tilts down camera tilts down from the sky (laughs) <laughs> My blood pressure was rising. There's there's kids running all around in this high school, but it's like very similar to the high school from like She's All That, where it's like these kids are running around, but they're all definitely like in their late twenties. But they're another Rachel Lee Cook classic. Yes, yeah, another Rachel Lee Cook classic. So, so there it is. So we are coming down on the school. The bell rings, and we meet. Instantly, the camera starts to follow a girl from behind, and she's wearing uh, little cat ears. It's Rachel Lee Cook, now known to us as Josie. And Josie yeah, but- is running to her class. She's r- The bell's rung. She's running to get into class. Um, and she stops, and she uh, turns the corner. And she turns the corner too fast, and one of her books goes flying, and she drops it, and she bends down to pick up the book. And who has picked up the book before her? The principal. What? Oh. The the principal picks up the cook, uh, the book, the cookbook, the cookbook, <laughs> the book, um, and he hands it to Josie, and he's like, "Miss Lewis, you're running late to class." And then he hands her the book ever so slowly and she grabs it and she says you know she says i'm so sorry mr farmer i i'm on my way i'm doing it right now i'm going right now but she's like so cool even though she's a little flustered she's kind of like a little bit of a a manic pixie dream girl kind of vibe sure can i ask can i ask a question do we Mm -hmm. recognize the principal as like a famous person uh, the principal is the same principal from Back to the Future, Mr. Strickland. Ah, uh, Mr. Mm-hmm. Strickland. Yeah. So trying, he's, trying to trap you, but you, you got you got it. Yeah. So he's an older, um, like bald guy that's very stern. And the moment you see him, you're like, oh, stern principal. Um, and so anyway, it's, she runs into the class, door slams. And then as the door slams, we cut to it's after school door slams and then after school bell rings again and then the music starts so the music starts really really loud like girly pop punk 
you know, now you might say Olivia Rodrigo vibes. Then you would have mm. said, you know, um, save Ferris Paramore vibes. Paramore, I don't think had come out. I yet, don't but, think was a thing yet. You yeah. Know, kind of that kind of world, girly pop punk. Um, you know, a little like the band from Freaky Friday starring Lindsay Lohan. Which was after this, but yes. Yes. And so I'm with you. I'm we there. hear it. And then, um, you know, again, we f- follow Josie as she runs out of her class and she throws her books in her lockers and uh, in her locker, locks them, runs out of the car, runs out of the high school. And there's a car that pulls up right out front. And it's a convertible, and she's, it stops right in front of the door, and screeches to a stop. Who's driving? None other but Tara Reed. Tara motherfucking Reed. Mm-hmm. Tara Reed. So cool, so hot. And she's just like, stops the car sh- short, and she's like, Josie, get in. Come on. It's time for practice. And so. Josie hops over the convertible like they do in movies. She doesn't even open the door. She sits in and the girls drive off. I need to I need to just pause to stress how badly I wanted to hop into a convertible without using the door in my in high school. Yeah, who didn't still? I've never done it. Well, it's kind of hard now because of the way that the convertibles are made. Mm. You know, if the windows are up, you're you're a goner. You're 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 yeah, you're screwed. Okay, but, you know, so we've got can be done. We've got Tara Reed. She's driving the car. What can mm-hmm. can you can you remind us of her character's name? Kelly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Kelly looks at Josie. She's got her sunglasses on, and she's like, "Girl, you better be ready for the Battle of the Bands." <laughs> and Josie yeah. is like girl i was born ready and then they were like so she didn't come again today did she and they were like nope and then um so that's what kelly says and um josie says back to her she's like nope cutting class again our little rebel Oh, mm-hmm. who, I thought Josie was the rebel. Yeah, she. I mean, they're all kind of rebels in their own way. Um, and so, anyway, the convertible pulls into a driveway, and the door swings open. Who's there? It's Rosario Dawson, and she's like, "Girls, I've been waiting for you all day." And they're like, "Oh, yeah." She looks super cool too. She's got on like plaid pants or something, um, or, and so- or something. <laughs> And so so they all get in. As soon as the garage door opens, you see that's their band practice room. That's where they practice for um, the Battle of the Bands. Anyway, so they get in there and they play the first song. And they're practicing and it sounds amazing because, of course, it's playback and it's there's like you can hear instruments that are like not even there. But okay, so you've got to you've got to you've got to tell us what the song sounds like. Yeah. Remind, yeah. I haven't seen this in so long. Remind me of that first, just like classic banger. So it is a very classic banger. So classic, in fact, that it was um, stolen by a what? band that I used to love when I was a wee lass. And it, this their, their song was called um, Punk Rock Prom Queen. And the song that I knew was called Punk Rock Princess, right? And so it's very similar sounding to that song, Uh, except imagine, you know, Rachel Lee Cook singing instead of a guy. Um, What is Punk Rock Princess? Punk Rock Princess is by a band called Something Corporate. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, man. I've, yeah, never, and s- I've never heard this song before. I'm going to listen to it right now as you're oh, continuing. Because yeah, i got to check to see, make sure that you're right. Yeah, it's truly yeah, you're, excellent. You're definitely right. This is yeah. the song. Yeah, it's truly great. Um, and so, you know, it like when the band did it, they, they put their own spin on it because, you know, when the girls are playing it, Josie and the Pussycats, which you'll soon find out because it says it on their drum you know that's the name of the movie we know what the band's called um and so you know they're singing they're josie's singing it from the point of view of 
the punk rock prom queen. Like she is the punk rock prom queen. Whereas the other song, it's the guy singing it. So yeah. the guy singing that about. I'm going to put it underneath this whole part because mm-hmm. you're totally right. Yeah. Um, anyway, so. And they're there. They're playing the song, playing the song. And then it's like a guitar riff goes and dies, cut the scene. They plop on the couch, you know, there next to their little band setup. And Okay, but I still have more questions about the band. Who's who's on what instrument? Who's singing? Okay. I'm assuming Josie's singing because the band's called Josie and the Pussycats. Yes. I could be wrong. Josie is singing and playing guitar. Mm-hmm. Tara Reed Kelly is playing bass. Mm-hmm. And Rosario Dawson is playing drums. Nailed it. Yeah. Um, and so that's who's who. And they all um, also have these little cat ears that they put on when they start playing. Why, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Because the, so this is only the beginning, beginning of the movie. I'm getting I'm, I digress. So anyway, they plop down on the couch and they start talking there. Then, you know, Rosario is like, girls, I know the battle of the band is important, but we do have that other assignment. And Josie's like, yeah, I know, but like, let's let we gotta have some fun, right? We gotta have some fun. It can't be all work and no play. Um, And Rosario's like, yeah, but you know, there. If we don't complete this assignment, it's not going to be good for us. And then Tara reads like, yeah, we're gonna complete the assignment. Like, don't even. And then you find out that they're talking about a secret crime fighting assignment, not a school assignment. Wait, right? so that because I was I was about to ask like, why would why would Rosario Dawson care about an assignment when she's the one that skipped school? Yeah, exactly. So it's not exactly. a school assignment. Yeah, they're, they're they're like red herring. It's not a school assignment. Red herring. Red herring. So um, can you yes. quickly remind me of Rosario Dawson's character's name? Oh, gosh. I'm blanking on it. I think it's Alexa. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. Please continue. Yeah. So we're, anyway. We're approaching okay. our first trivia, but we're not quite there yet. Okay. And so then um, as they're all talking, a pizza delivery boy arrives and with pizza, of course, because what else are you going to have after band practice in high school? So um, so the pizza delivery boy arrives and he you will recognize him, but no one knew him at the time. It is a young Justin Long. Oh, weird. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oh, and he's he makes a cameo as the pizza delivery boy here. I didn't. Yeah, I, I, I. It's been so long since I've seen her. I didn't remember that he was in the movie. Yeah, there he is. Just well, a little quick, is. little quick one. And so the girls take the. Uh, you know, he's like, you know, kind of a little nerdy pizza boy, and they're all of these hot rocker chicks, and he's clearly like bashful. And they give him a tip, and they're like, "See you later, Roger." And then you know, there he goes. Roger. They sit down. They open up the pizza. They're all starting to eat the pizza, and they're like, "Okay, so." I guess we should talk about this assignment. The battle of the bands, it's going to be gnarly, but we got to take care of this. And so it's going to be gnarly indeed. They go ahead and they actually close the garage door. So they close. Oh, so they when they were practicing it was open. Yeah. Yeah. I see. Yeah, fresh air, you know, California vibes, right? Oh, we're in California. I don't know if we are, but it feels like it. Okay. Do you, do you remember the name of their town off the top of your head? I think it's like a very generic sounding town. It's like mm-hmm. Hilldale or Sunnyside, yep. Riverside, something like yep. that. And, and yeah. You're, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hilldale, Hilldale, Sunnyside, Riverside. Yeah, one of those, something like that. I forget exactly. Okay. And so they close the door. And when they close the door, the lights change and the you know the light the it gets dark um because they're in a garage and then uh alexa flips on a switch and there's like it lo- now it weirdly looks like you know a police station or something they've got like these dark lights like the kind of um like work lights that mm-hmm. you would use and so um and so then in the corner there's um, something hanging from the ceiling and 
Alexa pulls it down and it's like one of those pull down maps. But instead of a map, it's everything about this case that they're working on. Oh, you got to tell me about the case. Okay. So you can see it as, you know, there's pictures and lines and all kinds of things. And so Alexa goes off on this big monologue and it's a bit of exposition because we know that Kelly and Josie obviously know what's going on because they've all built this map together. But Mm -hmm, it's kind of mm -hmm. for us, the audience. This is what she's been working on after for not going to school or whatever. Yes. Yes. Um, And so what is happening is there is some there is an evil force that wants to take over the power plant in their city because the power plant in their city actually powers the entire western seaboard and <gasps> so yes yeah it's like a big one it's this tiny little town and it's so nice but then you're like oh there's this massive power plant outside Jeez. that if power you were to hit it whole whole west coast goes down right um so anyway they so the um culprits are like these bad they look like bad guys from Austin Powers. There's like a guy that looks kind of Russian and then there's like Racist. his henchman, right? He's well it's like the it's like that's the vibe, right? The early 2000s uh, like bad guy gangster Russian type thing. Russian Eastern European gangster thing. Um, Mm -hmm. and so then he has his henchmen, which is like three girls and a lady, um, badass lady. Wait, hold on. Three girls and a lady? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Three guys and a lady. Three guys and a lady. So it's three guys, a lady, and then the big boss. Big boss. Yeah. And so the reason that they're going to do this is because they want to hold the like basically hold the the country ransom to get their power back and it's all about the money you know it's just basically like they're trying to um the the what the girls Josie and the Pussycats have found out is that these guys are planning to take over the power plant and they're gonna hold it hostage and ask the president for money so okay Real quick, before we get into our first bit of IMDb trivia, which it is time for, um, can you just like paint me a picture of of this bad guy? His name, like what he what he sounds like, what he looks like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So as I said, he looks like a you know general Eastern European gangster type, um, and he. What does that mean? Like Adidas tracksuit or? No, no, like um, like dark suit. Dark suit, maybe like I think he might be shaved bald. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, he um it's funny, he it looks like he, I think, you know, he was probably busy at the time, but like it's almost like he's like a like a Vigo Mortensen type mm-hmm. of guy. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so Anyway, the bad guy, his name is Vladislav. Yep, Vladislav. Vladislav. Um, And so Vladislav, and it's just the Russian mafia. They're not getting too fancy with it. You know, there's no fancy name or anything. Um, And so... Oh, like the name, you mean there wasn't a name of of the mafia itself? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's a Russian word for it, but this movie was kind of like geared more towards kids. So, like, I don't know. Now's the perfect time for our first bit of IMDb trivia. You ready? Okay, great. Ready. To stay with the consumer economy tone of the film, from beginning to end, there are about 73 companies who have product placements shown from logos to actual items ranging from entertainment, electronics, fashion, food, hygiene, and cars. But no money was received from any of the product placements in the film. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that kind of goes off the, you know, the reasoning why these bad Russian guys want to hold the American government ransom. And it's because they it's just that classic story of they they hate the American dream. They fucking hate our freedom. 
They hate the freedom. They, you know, this as you said before, this movie comes out around, you know, after September 11th. We just wanted something fun. We wanted something, you know, they were had clearly had already been making it, but they were like, yeah, we're still going to release it because this message is important now more than ever. Like they hate now our fun. They hate our freedom. And Josie and the Pussycats, they're going to come in and save the day with some girly punk rock. And that's what everyone wants to see right now. I, I, that's what I still want to see. Yeah, of course. Um, uh, yes. Okay. So anyway, yeah. So par- product placement, like when the pizza boy comes, it's Pizza Hut. Like when she gets in the car, you can you can tell it's a Ford Mustang. You know, like all of that kind of stuff. It's just very clear, like what the things are that they are doing, but they don't really talk about it. You know, they're not like it's not a weird like. Black Mirror, like commercial within reality kind of thing. It's just right. like, okay, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. They're not like, isn't this grapefruit soda refreshing? You know, it's like you know, grapefruit soda. Well, that's I have a a grapefruit fizzy water here, and so, ah, you know. so but but it's 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 not it's not brand name. No, it's not we don't brand get sponsored. Name. Yeah, this one's a uh, store generic fizzy water. If any, if any grapefruit fizzy water brands want to sponsor our show, let us hit us up at I have seen that at gmail dot com. Yeah, I mean, I, I would every day crack every day we'll open a cold that. one. Yeah, crack open a cold one. It's afternoon happy hour. Let's have a cold fizzy water. <laughs> okay. Please, I'm sorry. I keep I keep getting distracted. Yes, Please you keep continue. getting distracted. Okay, so anyway. So that's what's up. We know that those bad guys are trying to do this thing, but we also know the girls are really excited about the Battle of the Bands. And they're in high school. So what's going to happen? Here we go straight into Act 2. So, okay, the girls are planning, like, you know, they're how are they going to get these bad guys? And then one of them gets a call on their cell phone and they're and the voice on the other end, you can tell it's like the guy that that, um, you know, gives them the orders, the guy that that is giving them the info on these uh, this these hot tips about the bad so they, guys. They have like a handler. Yeah, kind of, kind okay. of. Um, but we don't meet him yet, but it's just right now it's like a phone, not, not unlike Charlie's angels, but like mm-hmm. a little less obvious friend, a friend of the show, Charlie's angels. Yes. Yes. And so anyway, you can see Josie is getting frustrated on the phone with the guy and then it, it we're, who's to say guy, gal, we don't know yet. Cause we haven't met the person. Um, so Josie hangs up the phone and looks at the girls and she's like, Girls, you'll never guess what information I just got. What information did she just get? I won't guess. They found out the date of when this planned takeover is. And it is the same day as the Battle of the Bands. No. Same day. Reschedule. Can't. Neither thing can be rescheduled. Both very important. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? So they're like, okay, well, we just got to be ready as we'll ever be. And so then they go into a like band practice montage. And then they go into like a like a sleuthing montage. Like they're they're not fighters or anything. They're just kind of like they're like the girl in the van. They're all like very cool and smart um but they're not like you know it's they're not like a black widow type moreover right they're they're like in theaters next weekend yeah they're getting them with their smarts not their fists are they playing the song in the montage itself is that what's happening you know because they're band practicing and they're also doing other right. music that's like their music oh, yep. that's uh-huh. playing over the montage. So that's my question is like, it's just another Josie and the Pussycats banger. Yeah. Another called. Josie and the Pussycats banger. Uh, th- this one was, um, 
more of the B side, like the big song from this movie is the the punk rock prom queen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and this one is called "I'm Only Dreaming." Yep, that's right. Mm-hmm. It's called "I'm Only Dreaming," and so um, it's like this kind of. The punk rock prom queen is like a little harder, a little more mainstream. I'm only dreaming is like um, has kind of like a whimsical sound to it while also still being pop punk. Right, right. We were uh, we definitely were in the pop punk. Yes. Yeah. And so um, they the, after that goes down, you know, they then someone knocks on the door. Um, who is it? But a boy. A boy? A boy, yeah. It's a boy. It's a, um, gosh, what was his name? It's not Freddie Prince Jr. Mm-hmm. It's, Tell me more. Um, Tell me more people it isn't. It's <laughs> Ryan Philippe. Ah. Yeah, yeah. And so he goes Mi- to high Mr. school Mr. X Reese Witherspoon himself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ryan Philippe. And so, um, Philippe? Philippe? Whatever. Okay. So anyway, Ryan. I always, I always said Philippi, but yeah. You know, there, there's a montage, and I'm sorry, it's not. They're back at school. That he, uh, the girls are like standing by their locker, one of their lockers, and he comes over to them, and like Kelly looks at Ryan, and she's like, "What do you want, Drew?" And Drew, so annoying. Yeah, and Josie's just like rolls her eyes, and Alexa is standing there just quiet. And so that's how you can see, like, oh no, Alexa is the one that is like, you know, triggered by his presence. Um, so she doesn't like. It's not that she's quiet because she's in love with him. She's quiet because she like something. Something's wrong. With, yeah, yeah, him. something's wrong. And um, gotcha. Yeah, and so. And Drew's just like, hey, I just wanted to wish you guys good luck on Friday. You know, like, I'll be rooting for you. And and Kelly's him. like, we don't need we don't need your support. Thanks anyway, Drew. Oh. Um, and Drew walks away. And then they, both of the girls look at Alexa and they're like, are you OK? And they're, she's like. Yeah, I'm okay. It's fine. It's whatever. And then, you know, they're walking down the hall to their class. And Josie is like, I still can't believe that he did that to you and then thought he could apologize. Oof. Mm -hmm. I can't even believe it. Yeah. So anyway, um, so Josie's and then Kelly's like, yeah, like the balls on that one. And Alexa's like, yeah, I know. Do you guys think, do you guys think I'm crazy for breaking up with him? And they're like, and, and they're like, no girl, you did the right thing. Drama. We still don't really know. We don't know why they broke up, but we know something happened. So I think now is the perfect time for a second bit of IMDb trivia. Okay. In order to preserve the wholesome image of Josie and the Pussycats, Archie Comics demanded there be a scene where Josie and the Pussycats brush their teeth. Okay. Interesting. So Mm -hmm. anyway. Okay. So they're walking down the hall. They go into their class. And the phone rings while they're in class. And uh, Josie's like, what do I do? What do I do? Oh, like the special phone. The special phone. Oh. Because it's like, it's still kind of early. Not a lot of people have cell phones. But like, you know, she's drawing attention to herself. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... um, Kelly looks at her and she's like, just go to the bathroom. And so she goes to the bathroom. Josie runs out to the bathroom and we hear her on the phone and she's alone in the bathroom. She's talking on the phone and she's like, yes, 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 Evelyn. Yes, I'm here. And so Evelyn is the person that is leading them. It's not a man. It's a badass lady. Twist. Badass while. While she's talking on the phone in the bathroom, all of a sudden the fire alarm goes. And Oof. so everyone has to run out of the school except she, Josie's looking around, looking around. And Kelly and Alexa, they come running in the bathroom and they're like, that was us. It's fine. Keep talking. We've got about five minutes to get through this and get out without anyone catching on. And so 
they get through and they get out without catching on. And they're like, we need, you need to get one more person on the team because we need someone to be a decoy and it has to be a man. And they're uh, like, oh no. And not so, a man. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, and so they're like, oh God. And so they're like, you know, then they run out of school and they're walking home after school and they're going home and they're like, well, who should we ask? And they're like, you know, there's really only one person for us to ask and that will do it and won't say anything. It's Drew. And Alexa's like, don't do this to me, guys. And they're like, well, do you have any better ideas? And Alexa's like, you know what? I don't. I don't have any better ideas, but can we just not think about it for tonight and have our sleepover and not 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 make the decision today? And um, Josie looks at her and she's like, okay, well, we only have two more days until the big night, but yeah, sure. And so then they go back to Josie's house and they're getting ready to have like an old-fashioned girly sleepover. So they're like Love in it. their pajamas, they're brushing their teeth, they order another Clearly. pizza, you know, yep. they're all sitting around like talking about music and stuff. And then again, the phone rings the third time. It's Evelyn. And she's saying, um, okay, so do you have the guy, when you have the guy, Give, I'm going to drop a phone for you to give to him so he knows what to do. And so they're like, okay, sounds good. Sounds good. Um, and Josie's like, I'll call you tomorrow. Um, we're going to take the night off. And Evelyn's like, you can't take the... And she hangs up the phone. And oh, they're like, yeah, we're the taking balls. the night off. And so then they have their little girly sleepover. Very fun. That sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they wake up. It's getting it's getting close. There's it's almost time for the big night. So they wake up and they start practicing right away. They're practicing their band and they're really excited. Um, but they're also they know that the time is nigh for this big this big takedown. The bill um, is nigh. Yeah, the bill is nigh. And so anyway, um after they have their little practice. Alexa's like, okay, guys, I will ask Drew. He'll do it if I ask him, where's the phone? I know he'll help us. And Josie's like, are you sure you don't really need to? And Kelly's like, yeah, I mean, we can talk. You don't even have to look at him. And Alexa's like, no, I'm ready. And so they go, okay. And Rosie reaches into her bag and hands her a phone. And so then uh, Alexa goes to meet Drew. She she hands out this phone and she's like, I need your help. And Drew says, you don't even have to say anything. I will help you. Say no more, fam. Say no more. I got your back. And she, and Alexa's like, okay. And Drew's like, I hope after this, maybe we can talk. Maybe you can find it some way in your heart to forgive me. And she's and Alexa just kind of like rolls her eyes and walks away. I think now might be the perfect time for third, but I don't think final bit of IMDb trivia. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Tara Reed and Carson Daly started dating after meeting on set during his cameo in this film. They eventually became engaged before ending their relationship in June 2001. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so anyway, we're here. We're here. It's the big night. It's Friday. It's um, Friday. Friday, yeah. The girls are at the Battle of the Bands. They're looking at the lineup, and they're going back and forth. They're looking, talking to all the other bands. They're waiting for the lineup to come out. Then somebody comes out and posts the like order of performance on a bulletin board backstage. Who mm-hmm. is it? Carson Daly. He's hosting Carson the Battle of Mother- the Bands. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So he's hosting the Battle of the Bands. Is he, does he play himself? He, um, kind of. It's like he is Carson Daly and he's the host of the Battle of the Bands, but it's not, it's like he is from MTV, but it's not like being taped. 
Oh, I see. So like they just like they just got Carson Daly. So yeah, they just got like the cool MTV VJ to come out. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And so they the girls look and they are slated to open the show. And they look at Carl's they look at each other and they look at Carlson and they're like, Carson, is there Carlson any Daly. any possible way? that we could switch and play second to last. And they were, and uh, Carson was like second to last. And he was, and they were like, yeah, well we know we're not headliners, but we just got something really important to take care of. And uh, opening's going to be really rough, but second to last will be okay. And Carson like looks at them and then he like catches eyes with Tara Reed and they like mm-hmm. have a connection and he's like, okay, I'll see what I can do. And oh, so then he just like walks. Yeah, he just walks up to the list and like crosses off one name and moves it around so that way, you know, they're second to last. And so they um they're like, "Okay, great." So they set up all their instruments so they're ready to go. They do their sound check and then they're like, "Okay, girls." They look at one of them looks at a watch and is like, "We've got 1 hour. It's now or never." And they take off their ears and they leave them on their instruments and they run and hop in the convertible and they drive straight to the power plant. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so as they're driving to the power plant, they are like looking on their cool kind of radar thing to see where these bad guys are and if they're going to be able to take them down. And so they see them and they see the helicopter start to fly in and they um, roll up to the power plant and they talk to the security guard and they're like, Hey, like they're flirting with him and they're like, can you just let us in? We just have, we, we, our friend works here. We have someone to see. And the security card kind of like giggles and he's like, I don't normally do this, but okay. And so he lets them in and they get in and they go straight to the underground control room. Meanwhile, the helicopter is flying overhead about to land and drop all of these bad guys on this power plant. I'm on the edge of my fucking seat. Right. And we're watching the helicopter and then all of a sudden the lights go out. Fuck. The lights go out. The helicopter can't see a thing. They're, the plan is like whatever the Russian guys were going to do, they can't see a thing. So they're like totally fucked now. And then the um, then you see Drew is standing outside Um and he has his phone and what he does is he goes over to the security booth and he says to the security guard, he's like, oh, hey, shift change. Like, I'm here to relieve you. And the security guard's like, OK. And so uh, Drew mm. goes in there and he hits some buttons uh, um, in the security booth and out come the girls zooming on their convertible and they look up at the sky and they see the helicopter and one of them pulls out this like teeny teeny tiny little gun it looks like a gun but it's more of a laser um and she um i think it's alexa that does this so alexa takes it out and she points it to the sky and it's uh like this kind of cool lasery thing and she shoots it and like a blue light goes straight at the helicopter and it's like this blinding blue light but the only play the only people that see it are the people in the helicopter because it's like super concentrated going right at them um and it throws them off course and you hear them all go whoa and they they um drive the helicopter and it crashes into the mountainside that's what the power plant yeah and so it's like kind of a letdown because you expected this big, crazy action scene. But really, they were just kind of like able to do it with their like wits and technology. And th- these Russian guys are all all done for. Wits and technology. I think a great opportunity for our fourth and final bit of IMDb trivia. Uh-huh. Originally, Fiona was supposed to have been very fat when she was younger. But Parker Posey suggested that instead, Fiona have a speech impediment. Oh, yes, yes, So please, please tell us about Fiona. Okay. So uh, we'll get to Fiona in just a sec. So, Oh, apologies. Okay. So we um, 
are in the car with the girls and the helicopters crashed and they're like, all right, we did it. And they spin back on the road and they drive to the security booth to see Drew. And Drew hits a couple buttons. The, the lights go back on in the security booth and uh, in the power plant and everything is back to normal. And he just jumps in the convertible and goes with them. Do you have room in your head for one more bit of IMDb trivia? Um. Okay. Du jour means of the day. Right. Okay. So they get in the trivia. They get in the car and they're speeding away. They're they're changing and they're getting back. They're going back to the Battle of the Bands. Oh, they still um, have the Battle of the Bands to play. Right. Yeah. They're second to last. They have not. I played thought yet. that we. I thought that we won already. No. No. Silly me. Gotta pay attention. So um, they're speeding back and they're like smoothing their hair and they're getting ready for their big thing. Um, and Drew's there and he's just like, he lo- looks at the girls and he's like, soup du jour, Josie and the Pussycats. And they all kind of giggle. And Alexa looks at him and rolls her eyes and she like punches him on the shoulder. And you're like, okay, maybe this oh. is going to go somewhere. Um, yeah, maybe they-, they have a, a little something, something. Yeah, they pull up to the venue, they rush out, they get to their instruments, and Carson Daly's like, girls, you ready? You're on next. And they're like, ready as we'll ever be. And then, boom, curtain opens, and they play their set. And um, Ryan Philippe is out in the audience just totally grooving. And they just, like, totally shred their one song that they play, which is Punk Rock Prom Queen again. Right, exactly. Um, and so after that, then it's like montage to the end where Carson Daly is announcing the winner of the Battle of the Bands. Um, and so Carson looks out to the crowd and he's like, and the winner of tonight's Battle of the Bands is Josie and the Pussycats. And they like the girls totally freak out. They like scream. You can tell even though that they were really good and we were following them the whole time. They didn't think that they were going to win, but they right. did. Um, yeah. And so they scream and they freak out and, um, you know, they go up and they accept their prize and then they come off the stage and Drew looks at Alexa and he's like, congratulations. And she just looks at him and she's like, congratulations yourself, Drew. And then she grabs him and she kisses him. Hell yeah. Yeah. And then, um, you know, credits roll. It's just like a dance party at the. Um, Wait, but what Battle about, of the Bands. What about Fiona? Oh, gosh, Fiona. Yes. So Fiona, I almost forgot this. So Fiona you was like. Wait for Fiona. Yeah. Fiona was like the um, the girl at school that was like kind of always like a bully to mm. Josie. Um, mm. And so, you know, you meet we meet her in some of the other high school scenes, but she is there. At the Battle of the Bands. And right mm-hmm. before they go on, Fiona walks up to Josie with her speech impediment. And it's Parker Posey. The amazing Parker mm-hmm. Posey, right? The amazing, yeah. And so um, Fiona walks up to Josie with her speech impediment. And she's like, Josie, i like to see you win this thing. And, and Josie's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to do the best that I can, Fiona. Thanks for the memories. And then that's when <laughs> that's when they start playing. And then at the end, after, you know, Alexa and Drew kiss, um, Josie and Fiona walks up to Josie and is like, I'm, I'm sorry I was such a bitch. And Josie is like, it's okay, Fiona. I get it. And they shake hands and then they laugh and they hug and like confetti comes from the sky and credits come to roll. And, you know, we play what song? Punk Rock Prom Queen again. Thank you. Thank you very much. Wow. How do you think you did? You know, I think I did maybe a four. I I think I have to give you like a like a two. A Ooh. one and a half. A one and a half. Ooh, one and a half. Yeah. Oh no. That's so bad. Not your best performance, I'll I'll say. Oh no. 
So Josie and the Pussycats, 2001 musical comedy, pre-9-11, came out April 11th, 2001, and it was directed and co-written by Harry Elfont and Deborah Kaplan, who also wrote Can't Hardly Wait and directed Ah. Can't Hardly Wait. And it's based on the Archie comics. So we have, we open on Alan Cumming. Ah. Love an Alan Cumming. I know. I was friend so of the show. Happy. Friend of the show. I was so happy that that we got to talk about Alan Cumming la- a couple weeks ago. Um, so his name is Wyatt, and he is an executive with a pop record label called Mega Records, and he is oh, escorting this boy I band. I totally forgot that that's what the prize is. The prize is the record deal. <laughs> with Mega uh, Records. Yeah. I, um, well, not with, I didn't know Mega Records, but I was like, oh, they get a record deal too. Damn it. That was me. That was my bad. So he's escorting like a boy band called Du Jour. Mm. And they have discovered this thing called backmasking, which is a real but not real thing in their song, which is like a, they've discovered like a subliminal message in their song. And so Wyatt sabotages the plane and lets it crash and parachutes out and, and leaves, leaves the, leaves Dujour to die. Wow. Meanwhile, he like parachutes down to Riverdale, Mm. which is where Josie and Pussycats live. And he begins searching for a replacement for Du jour and discovers a local pop punk band called the Pussycats. Josie, Rachel Lee Cook, drummer Melody Valentine, played by Tara Reed, and bassist Valerie Brown, played by Rosario Dawson. Mm. They take the record deal immediately. They go to New York City. They get a manager. They get a this. They get a that. And the CEO of the record label, Fiona, played by Parker Posey, is in a meeting with government representatives to detail how the U.S. government has conspired to the with the music industry to hide subliminal messages in pop music to brainwash teenagers into buying things. Whoa! And musicians who discover this are disappeared. They're 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 killed or they die or whatever. And so the. Pussycats release their first single and it's got a bunch of subliminal messaging and they become very successful. But because Valerie, the, uh, the Tara Reid character is like an idiot mm-hmm. and like, that's like her, her thing. And so she is like immune to the subliminal messaging. And so they decide to subliminal message the Pussycats apart so that they, they can just use Josie and Carson Daly tries to literally murder Tara Reid. Oh, my God. And there's this big, it's all leading up to this big pay-per-view concert where they're going to put, like, cat ears. One of your points came from that they wear cat ears, by the way. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna sell cat ears, like Josie brand cat ears. And those are headsets that, it's like, it's like kind of like a silent disco where, like, you can only hear it if you've got the headset. And, of course, the headset was going to be all subliminal messages and somehow Josie, Valerie, and Melody have to figure out how to defeat the uh, the evil corporations in order to save the minds of all teenagers. Wow. Yep. That sounds great. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Uh, Beyonce, Aaliyah, and Lisa Lefty Lopez all auditioned for the role of Valerie. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, the music is great. The movie is also great. Everything about this movie is great. Well, there it is. I did a bad there job. There it is. But you know, we're all in. Yeah. we're all in good fun. <laughs> we're all in this together. Hand in hand. Yeah, there's a bunch of other stuff that I want to talk to you about after you have seen the movie. But you're gonna, we're gonna pause the podcast right now. You're gonna watch the movie. We're gonna come back and discuss it. Right. So if you're listening along and you don't have Josie and the Pussycats memorized, uh, pause the podcast right now and we'll come right back. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Bloop. Okay. <laughs> Josie and the Pussycats was a great movie. I um, Correct. I was pleasantly surprised 
uh, there's like some really good jokes in there and yes. it's still really funny. And yeah, um, yeah I was um, very pleasantly surprised at how good it was. And then also was like, this movie's super weird. I can't believe they that like this yeah. movie got put out in the way it did. It's, it's yeah, like, it's very, very weird. Very weird that this came out in theaters. It's not a shock at all that it flopped, especially because I think we think now of, of like movies based on other properties or comic books or whatever, that they have to be like ultra, ultra faithful to the source material. And this is just like complete insanity. Yeah, it's insanity, but it was like super fun. And it was yeah. also like all of the guys from Can't Hardly Wait in the beginning as the boy yes. band. It was like so, that was- so funny. That was one of the things I wanted to mention was um, the cat, the members of DuJour are the members of Love Burger plus the foreign exchange student. Oh, that guy's the foreign exchange student. Yes. Yep. yep I, see I am a see sex it. machine. So yeah. a couple other little movie connections. There's lots of winks and nods. Alan Cummings' character tells the girls how lucky they are to be able to go back to their 10-year high school reunion as huge successes. And that's a reference to Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. Oh, right. Because he's in that. And he's the millionaire. And he's the millionaire. Uh, That's very funny. I also thought that was like one of the the best jokes in the movie. I laughed out loud at that because I was like, <laughs> so true. Very funny. Um, yeah. And the, uh, the button that makes everything sound good is, is very hilarious. An, a, n- another strange one is a family friendly edited version. Uh, so the movie is PG 13 theatrically, but yeah. they, there was a family friendly PG cut that was released on DVD and it just like, cuts out all of the profanity and sexual references and innuendo and stuff. So I'm sure it's like a full half hour shorter. <laughs> the The last weird connection is, okay, so in the, I think this is in the show too, but um, they have, so Josie and the Pussycats in the show and in the comic were like a bigger band and they had the the managers, the brother and sister managers, right? the cabots oh yeah it was so funny like in the first 10 minutes um the the cabots who are the managers the sister who's missy pile Pile. who's amazing um it's like one of the first jokes in the movie is like someone looks at her and is like i don't understand why you're here and she just says because i'm in the comic book and it's yeah so so funny Super winky, but her name is Alexandra Cabot, which is the name of Stephanie March's character on Law & Order SVU. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and the the two Carson Dailies was very, were very funny. It just it all just super works, and I'm like shocked, literally shocked that you never saw it. As yeah, a kid. I totally I missed the boat on Josie and the Pussycats, yeah. but I'm glad I'm here now. Better late we than never. We remedied it. Oh, and also I just want to and say, also I, like, I totally know the song. Yeah, of course Five you do. Five long hours and six more. Six, whatever. Nope. Try, try again. What was it? Six, six five long, long hours, hours and, and five six long days. Long days. Whatever it was. Three small. The song is called Three Small Words. A lot of the songs were written by uh, Adam Schlesinger, who passed away of COVID 19 last year. Um, but he was the songwriter for Fountains of Wayne. And also oh, yeah. wrote that thing you do. So he was like a big kind of movies and song songwriter. But that uh, soundtrack slaps so hard. And Matt Reuter and I used to tool around Bucks County, Pennsylvania, listening to the Josie and the Pussycats soundtrack and like skipping the DuJour songs. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Would would watch again. 10 out of 10. Would watch again. So that's it for this week's episode. Uh, if you want to get at us on Twitter or Instagram, we're at I Have Seen That. And for longer and weirder stuff, you can shoot us an email at I Have Seen That at gmail.com. And don't forget, give us a rating, write a comment anywhere you get podcasts. You know, yeah. subscribe if you're into it. Tell your friends if you're into it. Oh, sh- shout out to my friend Courtney who shouted us out on Twitter this week. Shout out to oh. people on Twitter about it if, if you she? want to. Yeah, what did she so say? she. She was in a Twitter thread about a discussion. Basically, they it was a discussion about P- 
people talking about books that they hadn't read that they had but hadn't read yet and they were discussing like making a podcast about that like just bullshitting like, the books there. and she was like my friend has a movie about th- uh, has a book a podcast about that about movies <laughs> and book, i was like a book yes! movie podcast. <laughs> well yeah thank you thank you very much and uh tune in next week when we do this all over again with a brand new movie i think it might be time for me to dust off the old spurs and talk about a movie that i have definitely seen but Which until, one? Which one? I don't know. We got to pick. We have to pick. I don't know. We'll have to, we, think, we'll have to think about it. We yes. have Frozen coming up. We know that I have seen Frozen, but we have uh, someone doing Frozen coming up. We know that. Yeah. Don't Just don't sleep on that one. It's going to be don't great. Don't sleep on Frozen. That's going to be very weird. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, until next time, Josie, I'm Aviv Rubenstein. And I'm Leanna O'Shea. Is that Josie? Say. Yeah, I've seen that. Five long days.